I want to hear from y'all. That was a good one uh, uh, because a, 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 a lot of this stuff is. Um, okay, I, 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 I like some of these. <laughs> hey, Crucial Brown. Hey, I'm just looking at the comments right now. Hey, a lot of brothers is touching them ankles. I'm doing well, enduring. I'm hanging in there. Let me select some of these. It's good. I'm hanging. I'm hanging. Yeah, you're in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing five. Oh, this. Come on, princess. I can't complain. Hold on. Wait a minute. I got to hit her. Hey, EBB, I shut him up. I can't complain. Crucial Brown. I'm straight. Hey, that's a that that's that's Chicago all day. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm no, all right. No, you ain't good. <laughs> that's some some the old heads be saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Message. I'm okay. So we hear all these different non-descriptive, empty replies. We never say exactly what's going on. I'm sad that this happened with my son. I'm going through this with my daughter. I'm going through this with my mother. I'm going through this with my father. I'm having this issue with my granddaddy. We ain't having that kind of that that that. We don't even have those type of established relationships. For what a person say that you're that comfortable. That what comes after that, it will be reciprocated and understood. Because too many times in, I'll say our communities, because I don't want to pinpoint organizations, but it's organizations too. Like the brother said in the video, he's tired mm-hmm. of looking for good people. Mm-hmm. Because the fear is that, let's say you are going through something and it's always said, well, you can talk to a brother, you can talk to a sister when you talk to them and tell them something. That conversation floats mm-hmm. to other individuals that you ain't even sat down, don't know you, ain't spoke to you. And then when you hear your personal business that you was going to at that time, instead of that person, like the Bible says in their pocket for about taking it to the grave or them praying about it themselves and helping you do it. Mm-hmm. Now it's the joke or the butt of the joke in, or yeah. in, in, in different rooms that it shouldn't be in. Yeah. I know um, from being around um, certain folks at a time, that the bulk of the conversation when you're supposed to be there bonding will be about other folks' trials and tribulations and hangups. That's messy and it's very ugly that, characteristic. That that while we all sitting together trying to, you know, bond and and, and um get to know each other and relate or even unpack on some on some manhood stuff, allegedly. It would basically be a, a a fest of talking about folks' lives, hmm. their issues, how bad their decisions was in that time, and making light of it. And we never see that as being toxic. We'll never see that as being something that's on the back end letting us know if they talking about these folks like this, I bet not ever convey what I'm going through. 
or I'll be the next story in the line of jokes in one of these type of settings. Mm. So it's it's in it, we have to be very mindful of who we find ourselves around and how we occupy our time around them and what role and what place they play in our life or even if they deserve a role in your life. We have to understand that the position and place in your life are of high value. Yeah. Folks being around you and having access to you should be a blessing and a benefit to both parties. It shouldn't be well. you're more of a blessing and benefit to them and they actually add nothing back to you. That's not an effective relationship. Crucial Brown puts it up something real heavy, which is true. People don't care about you unless you have money or can do something for them. That's not only in the world. Hmm. That right there is supposed to only be in the world. No. No, no, no. But sadly, these things are, are in the so-called truth that we got to kick out Amen. of this truth. Amen. Amen. What scripture says that? But folks behave like this. Because they themselves have not got rid of that old man or old woman in themselves. Sister Naomi posted up something that's real good. I'm going to get back to it. It said, facts, it's hard to trust people that come with their agenda. Our people laugh or wait on your downfall just to talk. That's facts. A lot of us that know, we've been around that for years. Matter of fact, you can you you can tap into certain um places on YouTube and watch their lives, and that is what be, and that would be called a class. Mm. That would be called that they will formulate <laughs> classes around things like this as edification. And that's abuse. And it's actually That's a form abuse. of abuse. That's a form of mental abuse. It is. But we'll never get there because, That's you know, abuse. they didn't bring that out in the class. And, you know, we damn sure ain't, ain't dealing with no therapy and we, you know, ain't nothing wrong with us. We all good. So we're, we're getting all our lessons and understandings and interpretations from folks that are destroyed themselves. Yeah, you got to be mindful because that can pour hyper, hyper depression into the people, too. Yeah. From your teachers, people who are telling you something, you're absorbing it in your mind. Let me tell you something, and just going a little further with what the sister said. Mm -hmm. Can you ever imagine the psyche of the person whose situation is being brought up, let alone the inaccuracy of it? Yeah. It's one thing for it to be mentioned, which is an embarrassing within itself and disrespectful within itself, but to add harm to injury is to put a whole false narrative along with it. Oh, yeah. How do you think the psyche of the other? What type of restoring can you do behind that? Because the Bible command us to, 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 to restore such a one, right? Mm -hmm. That have fallen off. Alleged this person fall off, they off, they, 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 they did something wrong. How do you restore when you put out um, their business and didn't tell it accurately? You, you, you lied on top of the business that shouldn't even been, been, been uh, put out there. I can tell you the mental state for some. Um, what what that does is the person body is there, 
but they mind goes somewhere else. Like the brother said, you go to a, like an underworld place. You got mm-hmm. the old, you got in your, because per- remember, the the person is there hearing all these lies and spewed about them mm-hmm. from people who they thought or are presently looking up to. Mm-hmm. So you got this, you got the new, remember, because you're supposed to be the new woman or the new man. Mm-hmm. And then you got the old man or the old woman that say, see, I told you them niggas wasn't no good. Mm-hmm. And that can turn into murder. Mm-hmm. That can turn into, that can, that for most people, not all, it say, I told you this, what this, this was fake. Just like Christianity. Mm-hmm. I told you this was a whole bunch of BS. Yeah. And then you see what this person fell out. No, you were, you created a stump because of your own demons. You created a stumbling block yeah. in that person's life. You can't draw nobody back or go bring nobody back after you didn't did all that damage, talked all that trash. Because in the world, they didn't take that disrespect, mm-hmm. and they put them they put them walls down when they came into this so called truth, mm-hmm. and they started to believe and look up to you. Because remember, they looked up to you like elders and fathers, mm-hmm. and their own parents wouldn't have did nothing like that in the world who you told them to cut off. They own leaders in the Christian church mm-hmm. would have never did that. Yeah, abuse. Yeah. Yeah, and, and 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 once again, just like I said, we we, we see these things before us, and it's it, and it's so consistent and so common. It ain't just one camp or organization. A lot of folks do do all this, right? Uh, and and we think that that's proper doctrine, proper teaching, proper way of of edifying or correcting issues when it's not. When it's not. Those tactics are are so psychological because the reason it's being done like that it's a it's a huge form of manipulation. Yeah, and that's what we ain't. It's we we are so far away from um mental things that folks will be pulling mental things in front of you and you will never know it because you're not privy to this stuff. You 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 you, you in a bubble. Of understanding, but once again, once you step off the <laughs> shit, and you look like, hold on, wait a minute. Yeah, you see gas. You see what folks did was actually it's a term for it's called gaslight. Mm. You, you 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 see thing. Oh oh, that's manipulation. Folks using all type of um manipulative tactics transformed into religious lessons. Hmm. That's deep. That's deep. And you never realize until you step up off the shit like, damn, that's exactly what, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Verbatim. Blow for blow, um, line for line, exactly what it is. Yeah. I like what Crucial Brown pulls up. He said, they call you, they, they, they love calling men simps who have never been taught how to deal with a woman. It, it's, it's, it's so many levels to it. That's why I said, once you start fixing on you, brother, Fixing on you, sister. Not only you'll get a clear understanding on what's in front of you, you'll be able to help others behind you mm. and give clarity. Because a lot of folks don't have clarity. They, hey, this don't feel right, but you can't articulate it. You can't describe what the feeling, the uh, the thing not feeling right is, or define it. But then you're able to define it. Then you're like, oh, this is exactly what this is right here. It's not of the Lord. It's not biblical. It's manipulation. We have to do better. 
And once you know better, you can't keep it to yourself because it's somebody else that needs the information. In the same way that our people laughed at Tyrese, laughed at Kanye, laughed at Will Smith, laughed at Michael Beasley, laughed at um 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 Dwight Howard, laughed at um all any any brother that come up and express any type of feeling, you it, it sadly you'll get the same treatment in the so-called truth. So it has to be a distinguishing factor. We have to set we, we're supposed to be different, right? Set apart, chosen people, royal priesthood. How is we exhibiting the same behavior, if not worse, supposedly knowing God? And, and remember the Lord dealing with us, allegedly. So let me play this one. What's the last clip? Let me play this real quick. Um, Check this out right here. Growing up, my dad was one of those old school men, man, that was like, you better not cry. You better right, not exactly, so yeah. It was always like... We didn't show know. love. We didn't do no hugging. We didn't yeah. do a whole lot of that thing. You you were supposed to be emotionless. Yeah. As a man, you're supposed to be tough. Yeah. You don't fear anything. You don't... Growing up, my dad was one of those old school men, man, that was mm-hmm. like... You better not cry. You better right. not exactly. So, yeah. It was always like we didn't show know. love. We didn't do no hugging. We didn't yeah. do a whole lot of that thing. You you were supposed to be emotionless. Yeah. As a man, you're supposed to be tough. Yeah. You don't fear anything. You don't show emotions because showing emotion is a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. And we are never supposed to be weak. Mm-hmm. Now that's how you know. That's how my grandfather raised. You know. So I, I'm raising men. Yeah. And yeah. men don't show weakness. Yeah. Men don't cry. And men don't show up. You know. I don't. I can't remember if I ever heard my grandfather tell my grandmother that he loved it. Right. Yeah. He didn't tell us he loved it. Right. He said, "You got a roof over your head. Right. You yeah. got food on the table. Hell, yeah. I love you. Then yeah. I don't yeah. need to tell you that. Yeah. You eating right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that was the approach. And then you kind of pass that down the line. Yeah. And then you realize, like, hold on, nah. I don't really think, Papa. I don't really think. You know, you did some good things, but I think yeah. I probably should tell my kids I love them. Yeah. And that, you know, and and, and kind of stop this yeah. that. You're not a man if you show emotion right. or you, you know, you be, become vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. And the crazy thing you say that, it's like, even something like this would help me. It's like, I always tell people through real conversations, this is, is a therapeutic conversation. Right. Where you could walk away from it and feel like, damn, I got something off my shoulder today and not even know it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, and it's like, that was a conversation I always try to get people to, to have. It's like, talk about it. Right. You know what I mean? Because once you talk about it with somebody that you care about you kind of have that dialogue you can sit there and talk for an hour two hours three right. hours not knowing you done got so much off your chest that right. you never talked about right you know what i mean and and that's kind of where it starts to give that confidence mm-hmm. and that comfort to be able to have these type of conversations because hearing your experience be like damn i i'm, I'm not the only one right you know what i mean i yeah. heard the same thing from sharp man yeah. damn like now I can carry this over to the next person and right. you know kind of keep it rolling. So right. that's that's that was kind of like my my mental and my mindset after I I opened up about it and you know even same same type of conversation I had with Kevin Love. We spent some time together just having different conversation and it was like, damn, like I wouldn't knew that, vice versa. But it it it, it, it educate us to be able to help the next person even more. So so check this out real quick, and I want um and, and this is to the brothers. Because, again, at the end of the day, the men, we are the leaders. We set the tone. We correct things. And, brothers, don't it look weird that people without the Bible is fixing things? What you mean, Ryan? 
I showed you this clip right here um, on Shannon Sharp's show. He having a conversation with a brother and talking about issues that we thought was manhood, being tough, don't show no emotions, and all these things. And they're coming to terms that wasn't the best upbringing. That's not the best way of going about things. You're not minimalized as a man telling your child that you love him, telling your woman um, that you love her. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of these things are being fixed with, with people with no Bible. The show that Beasley was on, again, they dealing with mental health. Brothers getting 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 their um, mental together so they can be better leaders, better husbands, better fathers. And you mean to tell me that we up here saying that we are God's chosen people, that God is dealing with us. We know all these breakdowns, mysteries, and parables. And we have no clue or no program, no structure in fixing this. We're, I'm not showing you clips from Israelite camps that's breaking this stuff down or have um, things in place to fix these things. They're perpetuating the things that need to be fixed. We have to be able to verbalize these things and let folks know this ain't right. This ain't the proper way to go. That if you need issues fixed, you have to go here and get it done. It's fixable. There is solutions. But we have to look up here and say, wait a minute, something ain't right. It's so many things. Folks, we have to let stop letting the narrative exist. That God is dealing with us so much. We have so much knowledge. We are so holy. We have all these things going on allegedly in the spirit, but have nothing here. Unstable marriages, destroyed households, children unmotivated to even be in this truth. Don't have a school. Don't have a clinic. Don't have nothing for, for the people to be able to withdraw and sustain off of. And that's cool. Nowhere where these so-called prophets supposed to be able to get their mental together. Nowhere for these sisters that's supposed to be able to get, able to get their mental together. But folks in the world have, can acknowledge and have these things? It's something wrong. It's something backwards. It's something that's being allowed that shouldn't be allowed. And men have to say something about it. Because sisters, y'all can say something about it. Don't get me wrong. Ain't minimalizing y'all voice. But it'll be dismissive. just another sister being emotional. Men have to say something. Hey, that's out of order. No, we do need these kind of things in place. We do need schools. We do need clinics. We do need programs. We need re um, re rehabilitation um, thing. If the Lord did, you should have all the magic scriptures to get folks off drugs. But a lot of stuff ain't even being acknowledged, looked at, and folks ain't even, even though they need them services themselves. Folks would give all their money, give all their time to situations that ain't even they're not getting nothing out of it to help them sustain them we have to change that narrative man we have to be be, 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 be the difference maker now man you this ain't gonna be the majority again majority of our people love drama that's the that's the essence of society now 
drama, um, lies, and entertainment. They love it. But it have to be some folks that's, that be on the real stuff. That's about, that's about establishing real tangible things in the spirit. And in the physical. It start with us, man. And, and, and a lot of things we have been quiet on and set on our hands about. And, and, and once again, the women looking at us like, what's going on? The woman is coupling us in with every um off manipulating slickster um um with the Bible. A lot of folks are seeing the um the religious hustle so 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 good, they want to go start start their own thing and, and start their own hustle. Slash school or group. No, you you you, you being the 129,000 reiteration of a unprofitable system. That ain't the most high pro- 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 program. That's a program that breeds the same thing. Un- unprofitableness, manipulation, usury. Dist- oh, oh, that's what that stuff breed. We have to be the one to break the cycle. We have to be the one. We have to see it, call it for what it is, and break the cycle. Men, the women to follow, uh, 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 um, their followers. But men, we have to see that a lot of this stuff is unprofitable. It ain't made you better. It ain't made some of y'all situations that was made worse. You see the same thing over and over and over again. You have to take a strong look at this program in place. Sincerely. And don't put it on God. Don't put it on the Bible. No, no, that, th- th- these folks are not dealing with God or, or the Bible. Let's call it straight. They can go on here and try and flip it and dip it any way they want it. From the from the start of things, folks could never apply Matthew 18 and fix things. From way back then. That's why it's been a thousand different uh, reiterations of the same thing. It started on, on shaky, manipulative, usury ground. But a lot of us, you know what I'm saying, we, we, we ain't fixed ourselves. So, so that that's home for us. Shaky, misery, manipulative stuff. That's where we live and reside at. So we, we don't see anything wrong with it. But once you start trying to fix yourself and fix things, you see things for exactly what it is. And understand that's not what our people need in these last days. Take a look. For about a year, some change, I've been saying, where's the schools at? I found two, and two that ain't a part of none of the uh, uh, of these big name camps that 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 a lot of our people gr- love and, and 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 promote. Where's the rehab pro- pro- programs? Doesn't exist. Daycares, anything that's tangible for 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 the people. Let me post this up. Then we finna move on. I know I know I'm doing my uh, little rant right now. 
let me put posters. I, I post this up all, all, all the time. Take a look at it. You will find this stuff in the Catholic Church, in the Muslim mosque, non-denominational. You'll find it in, 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 in regular Joe Blows and they organizations and stuff. But the folks that said the Lord is dealing with them, they can break down all this stuff, got high titles. None of this stuff is in place. But to tell you about an Israelite community, ain't, ain't, it ain't one. It's it, not, not what the Bible was t- 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 talking about. You have to be able to understand that 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 what's before us ain't what the Most High is actually trying trying to do. A lot of folks are major stumbling blocks, major hindrances. But when you know better, you got to do better and speak better, teach better, guide better, tell folks better. But for the most part, we already know uh, the book of our people ain't, ain't, ain't going to want to hear that. They love lies and what happens. So we, we understand that uh, uh, about the Bible. Um, let me take y'all to this one next. Then we finna get into what time we at? Oh, yeah, we're getting close to that time. Um, let me play this one more time. Growing up, my dad was one of those old school men, men that was mm-hmm. like, you better not cry. You better right. not Exactly, so yeah. It was always like... We didn't show know. love. We didn't do no hugging. We didn't yeah. do a whole lot of that thing. You you were supposed to be emotionless. Yeah. As a man, you're supposed to be tough. Yeah. You don't fear anything. You don't... Growing up, my dad was one of those old school men, men that was mm-hmm. like... You better not cry. You better right. not exactly. So, yeah. It was always like we didn't show know. love. We didn't do no hugging. We didn't yeah. do a whole lot of that thing. You you were supposed to be emotionless. Yeah. As a man, you're supposed to be tough. Yeah. You don't fear anything. You don't show emotions because showing emotion is a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. And we are never supposed to be weak. Mm-hmm. Now that's how you know. That's how my grandfather raised. You know. So I, I'm raising men. Yeah. And yeah. men don't show weakness. Men don't cry. And men don't show up. You know. I don't. I can't remember if I ever heard my grandfather tell my grandmother that he loved it. Right. Yeah. He didn't tell us he loved it. Right. He said, "You got a roof over your head. Right. You yeah. got food on the table. Hell, yeah. I love you. Then yeah. I don't yeah. need to tell you that. Yeah. You eating right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that was the approach. And then you kind of pass that down the line. Yeah. And then you realize, like, hold on, nah, I don't really think, Papa. I don't really think. You know, you did some good things, but I think yeah. I probably should tell my kids I love them. Yeah. And that, you know, and and, and kind of stop this yeah. that. You're not a man if you show emotion right. or you, you know, you be, become vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. And the crazy thing you say that, it's like, even something like this would help me. It's like, I always tell people through real conversations, this is, is a therapeutic conversation. Right. Where you can walk away from it and feel like, damn, I got something off my shoulder today and not even know it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, and it's like, that was a conversation I always try to get people to, to have. It's like, talk about it. Right. You know what I mean? Because once you talk about it with somebody that you care about you kind of have that dialogue you can sit there and talk for an hour two hours three right. hours not knowing you done got so much off your chest that right. you never talked about right. you know what i mean and and that's kind of where it starts to give that confidence mm-hmm. and that comfort to be able to have these type of conversations because hearing your experience be like damn i i'm, I'm not the only one right. you know what i mean i yeah. heard the same thing from sharp man yeah. damn like now I can carry this over to the next person and right. you know kind of keep it rolling. So right. that's that's that was kind of like my my mental and my mindset after I I opened up about it and you know you same same type of conversation I have with Kevin Love. We spent some time together just having different conversation and it was like, damn, like I wouldn't knew that, vice versa. But it 
it, it, it educate us to be able to help the next person even more. So. So again, we have to be acknowledged that a lot of a lot of ways that we were raised, some some of the things were beautiful and, and added great things to our character, and certain things were devastating and added unprofitable things to our character. So now I want to sh- um um Shemai, grab for me Second Samuel. Those that study the Bible. Numerous of our forefathers and foremothers had depression. It's clear as day. You can read it. But a lot of this stuff ain't acknowledges that because we shy away. Matter of fact, in the way I think things are even taught from whoever started the teaching of it, they made sure that certain things that's obvious and sitting right there in your face, you don't see it for that. Let's give a different interpretation of what's going on instead of as it is written. So, so, so I, 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 I want to start in the book of Second Samuel. I, I, I'm going to show y'all through the Bible. I'm talking about great forefathers and mothers that were depressed, went through depression in the scriptures. How many of y'all is familiar with, with David? How many of y'all is familiar with David? King David. How many of us is familiar with King David? Go to the book of 2 Samuel. Let me show y'all real something real quick. Because y'all read the book of Psalms. If uh, and, and once again, I pray everybody's reading this Bible. I pray that everybody read this Bible from beginning to end. Because a lot of people that talks about the Bible, they don't even read it. They read different parts, and the majority of what they understand about the Bible is off what somebody told them. They have not laid eyes to pages to lines on Reddit for themselves. So watch this real quick. Second Samuel chapter 12. I want you to start at verse. Um, let me get it real quick. So let me look at it. Second Samuel chapter 12. Start reading um, Let's start at verse 1 Let's start at verse 1 2 Samuel chapter 12 verse 1 The book of 2 Samuel chapter 12 and verse 1 And the Lord sent Nathan unto David And he came unto him And said unto him There were two men in one city The one rich and the other poor. So David did some evil, right? I don't want to tell y'all because we're going to read about it. And the prophet Nathan came to correct David. So he's in front of David right now. And he's giving um, David an analogy, a story, a comparison um, that really relates to what David did. But he's showing you, um, showing David that if he heard this behavior outside of himself, how would he judge the matter, right? So, um, call and read again. The book of Second Samuel chapter 12 and verse 1. And the Lord sent Nathan unto David, and he came unto him and said unto him, There were two men in one city. Two men in one city. The one rich. One rich. And the other poor. And the other poor, read. 
The rich man had exceeding many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing save one little ewe lamb, which he had bought and nourished up, and it grew up together with him and his and with his children, and did eat of his own meat and drank of his own cup mm-hmm. and laid in his bosom and was unto and was unto him as a daughter. And there came a traveler unto the rich man, and he spared to take of his own flock and of his own herd to dress for the wayfaring man that was come unto him, but took the poor man's lamb and dressed it for the man that. That was come unto him, and David's anger was greatly kindled against the man, and he said to Nathan, "As the Lord liveth, the man that hath done this thing shall surely die, mm. and he shall restore the lamb fourfold because he did this thing, and because he had no pity." And Nathan said unto David, "Thou art the man." Hold on, Nathan said, "What to David?" "Thou art the man." David, you is that man that did that. You was the man that did that. Read on. Thus said the Lord God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel. David was king over Israel. And I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul. Saul was trying to kill David because the Lord made him king. Read. And I gave thee thy master's house. Gave him the house. And thy master's wives unto thy bosom. Uh Uh-huh. And gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. Mm-hmm. And if that had been been too little, I will moreover have given unto thee such and such things. Mm-hmm. Wherefore thou hast despised the commandment of the Lord. You have despised the commandment of the Lord. This 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 is Nathan telling David what the Most High um, is finna do. Read. To do evil in his sight. Thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword. He killed one of his most loyal soldiers. Right? Read. And has taken his wife to and be thy took wife. took his wife. Remember, David slept with this man's um, wife. Right? Yep. That was a soldier. And tried to, um, to um, cover it up by having him come, from, come home get drunk and try to have him go sleep with the wife. And then when that didn't work, um, went and put him in the, in the front of the battle to get killed. Read. And has slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Mm-hmm. Now, therefore, the sword shall never depart from thy house, because thou hast despised me, and hast taken the, right, the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be thy wife. Committed adultery, read. Thus said the Lord, Behold, I will I will rise up evil against thee out of thy own house, and I will take thy wives before thine eyes, and give them unto thy neighbor, mm-hmm. and he shall lie with thy wives in the sight of this son. Mm-hmm. For thou didst it secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel and before the son. So, so David did all these things behind the scenes, but the Lord is going to make an example out of him publicly because he was so disgusted with what he did, the evilness of it. Read. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. So David repented immediately. He repented. Oh, I have sinned against God. Right, read. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord also hath put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. Nathan said, The Lord is not going to kill you, but you're going to catch some hell to make plain to you. Read. Howbeit, because by this thee thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord 
to blasphemy. The child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. So now he got um, Uriah's wife pregnant. She was with child. And the Lord said, that child is going to die. Read. And Nathan departed unto his house. And the Lord struck the child that Uriah wife bared unto David, and it was very sick. So, so right after the word was given, the child got sick, right? The child got sick. Is we paying attention? Read. David therefore besought God for, for the child, and David fasted and went in and laid all night upon the earth. Hold on. So David said, look, David knew um, how to get the most high's attention. How we get God's attention? By fasting and praying. Afflicting our, our body by not, not eating, not drinking. Crying out to him, right? This is a formula that worked way before David. It was a proven formula. That if you do these things, that's going to move God to doing what you are petitioning him for. Watch this, read. And the elders of his house arose. And Call and read it. Where's, where, where, where's you at? The book of Second Samuel, chapter 12, and verse 17. Mm-hmm. And the elders of his house arose and went to him to raise him up from the earth. But he would not, neither did he eat bread with them. Hold on, verse 17. We can't run past that too quick. Second Samuel's chapter 12, verse 17. Read it one more time for me. And the elders of his house arose and went to him to raise him up from the earth. To raise him up from the earth. I mean, David was on the ground. Didn't want to get up. Read. But he would not. Neither did he eat bread with them. He was starving himself. Read. And it came to pass on the seventh day that the child died. And the servants of David feared to tell him that the child was dead. For they said, behold, the child... While the child was yet alive, we spake unto him, and he would not hearken unto our voice. How will he then vex himself if we tell him that the child is dead? But when David saw that his servants whispered, David perceived that the child was dead. Therefore David said unto his servants, Is the child dead? And they said, He is dead. Verse 17. I want to make sure nobody ain't, I ain't passed nobody up. Can somebody tell me what's going on in 2 Samuel 12, verse 17? Somebody let me know what's going on in verse 17 with David. The prophet came. Told David that, hey, look here, <laughs> you messed up. The Lord is finna touch your house. You're not gonna die, but guess what? That baby is dying. What type of mind state you think David was in for, at, at that point? I, I want you to call and read again for him. So, Second Samuel chapter um, twelve, read verse sixteen and seventeen together. The book of Second Samuel chapter 12, verse 16. David therefore besought God for the child, and Dave, 
And David fasted and went in and laid all night upon the earth. And the elders of his house arose and went to him to raise him up from the earth. But he would not. Neither did he eat bread with them. So David stayed on that ground. David um, didn't eat nothing for almost a week. For a week, seven days. And it came to pass on the seventh day, that child was gone. I want y'all to see, see that. Don't don't I don't want you to run past that. Cause we'll keep going and think that, okay. A judgment was just pronounced to David and he was all cool with it. Oh, he just did a little fasting and a little praying. And we'll think that this is this is is a light thing. You didn't think David loved that baby? Do you think that David loved that child? Help me out. Help me out. That child was of him. I know and, 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 and our mind's been so conditioned to men not giving a damn about children. Black men don't care about no child. He don't care about no baby. All he care about is sex. Sex, 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 and booty. Right? Why you think David? Let, I, I want you to read, look at this because again, we have to sit here and see what it's. Read verse fourteen again for me. The book, the book of Second Samuel, chapter twelve, and verse fourteen. Because verse thirteen, he told David. David thought the Lord, the, the Lord usually kill you when 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 the prophet come. Hey, you about to die, <laughs> and, and maybe some other folks with you. So David knew that the judgment, hold on, he killed somebody, he had somebody killed. He committed adultery. He knew that, that oh, well, the prophet coming? Remember, the prophet, folks were scared when the prophet show up. And majority of what the, public, the prophet was bringing was some folks about to die. So watch this, it said what? The book of 2 Samuel chapter 12 and, four, and verse 14. Uh-huh. How be it, because by this deed thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blasphemy, the child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. Nathan said the child is going to surely die. How you think David felt when he heard that? Do you think he thought Nathan was lying? Do you think that 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 that, that David wasn't like? That his heart didn't drop out his, his his body. You think stress didn't come upon him? Worry, anguish, 
heartache, knowing that this child right here that I was kissing and hugging on is about to die. Read on, watch this. And and Nathan departed unto his house, and the Lord struck the child that that Uriah's wife bared unto David, and mm-hmm. it was very sick. David therefore besought God. So 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 David was trying to change God, man. Hey God, hold on. I know I messed up. I know I messed up. I'm sorry. Have mercy on me. We don't. And uh, David therefore besought God for the child. And David fasted and went in and laid all night upon the earth. And the elders of his house arose and went to him to raise him up from the earth. The elder said, hey, God said he's going to kill the child. So that's going to happen. Ain't no need for you to be trying to, to change his mind. And David wasn't down there one day, two days. Three days, four days, five days, six days, seven days. Days are going by. Baby's still sick. He ain't heard nothing from God. How do you think his mental health was? A lot of us don't don't want to look at. It. We just keep, you know just keep reading and you know get to whatever points that we want to get to. We ain't going through through the process of what's in front of everything written the fourth time was written for our learning. Majority of folks can barely make it past one day of fasting. I'm gonna say it again. Majority of us can barely make it past one day of fasting. No food. No water. Who knocking out a week? And a week uh, um, trying to convince God not to, f- to perform his judgment. Oh, yes, David was depressed, stressed out. Well, how you know that, Ram? You might be putting words up in his mouth. It really don't go into no, no, no uh, de- details on, on how he was feeling. Let's go to Psalms real quick. Have y'all read Psalms? How many of y'all have read Psalms? What is the bulk of Psalms talk, talking about? Before I read this, go to Psalms third, um, chapter um, Psalms 38. What, what other, it's, it's a lot of Psalms. The bulk of Psalms is talking about what? Help me out, brothers and sisters. I pray, I, I pray we're still reading the Bible. What are Psalms talking about? The book of Psalms. Majority of the book of Psalms that uh, you read, what is being conveyed? Sister, hit, hit it on the head. I don't know where, where your brother's at. Asking the Most High for forgiveness. 
majority of the Psalms is David crying out to, to the Lord for help, for forgiveness. Majority of them. Watch this. Um, Psalms 38, right? Um, reverse. Give me verse four. The book of Psalms, chapter thirty-eight, verse four. For my iniquities, iniquity is sin. Look what David is saying. For for my sins, my iniquity are gone over my head. What does that part mean? I want to. I don't want to read through this real quick without without giving it all the context that's needed. David said, "My iniquities are gone over my head." What is he saying there? Finish that verse up. As in heavy burden, they are too heavy for me. Read read again all all together. The book is Psalms chapter 38 and verse 4. Mm-hmm. For my iniquities are gone over my head. As a heavy burden, they are too heavy for me. Somebody help me out with this verse. What is David saying? It's a whole bunch of I'll be reading, reading Psalms all, all day. What is David saying there? Call and read again. The book of Psalms, chapter 38, and verse 4. For my iniquity are gone over my head. As in heavy burden, they are too heavy for me. For my iniquity, iniquity of sins, are gone over my head. I committed a lot of sins. As a, as a heavy burden, they are too heavy for me. What is that bottom part talking about? As a heavy burden, they are too heavy for me. What is that talking about? And if you're not sure, you brother, you sister, when things are too heavy for you, what state is you in? When a a, a situation is too heavy for you, what estate is you in? That'll help you have to know where, where uh, David was. When things are too much for you. That it's unbearable. I can't take no more. I'm at my wit's end. Help me out. Because folks will tell you this stuff ain't in the Bible. Everybody in the Bible is strong and, 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 and true they overcame. But do not think they didn't have the afflictions that we had up in there. Not for one second. Sister Naomi hit it on the head. When things are too much for you, when you're totally stressed out, you're depressed. David was there a few times. David was there with, when dealing with the child. You remember when David's son was 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 trying to kill him. See, things written the fourth time was written for our learning. Y'all, y- y'all better start rereading this stuff. How was David mental when his son was chasing to kill him? His son. 
How you think David was when Saul was trying to kill him? You better quit thinking that um, our forefathers and them were emotionless. That the things that they was going through didn't have no effect on them. A lot of times, folks, when they tap into Psalms, they're looking for the joyful thing. The joyful Psalms are only like, at best, 20% of the books of Psalms. The rest of the Psalms are sad, depressed. The Lord, he has it for forgiveness. He has forgot to have mercy on them. I want you to read that Psalms 38, verse 4. One more time for me. The book of Psalms, chapter 38, and verse 4. For my iniquities are gone over my head. As a heavy burden, they are too heavy for me. Read on. My wounds stink and are corrupted because of my foolishness. Hold on. Now, look Look at the verbiage that, um, uh, maybe, well, that one verse said enough, Ram. Now, let's keep, a, a lot of us, Again, keep yourself in mind when you're going through it, when you're having bad times, when bad things that happen, the different things that go through your mind or the things that actually come out of your mouth. I want you to start reading down what, 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 what David is saying. And you tell me what, what mental state David was in. Keep reading. I am troubled. I am. Hey, I, hold on. In verse 5, start verse five, 5 again for me, son. My my wounds stink and are corrupted because of my foolishness. Mm-hmm. I am troubled. I am bound down greatly. I go mourning all the day long. Hold on. What's going on here? What is David expressing? Depression. His issues is getting to him. It's playing with his mind. Keep reading. For my lions are filled loins, with loins. For my loins. For my loins are filled with a loathsome disease, mm-hmm. and there is no soundness in my flesh. What is David saying there in verse in, in verse seven? What is David saying in verse seven? David feel dead. Things are so bad and weigh on him so bad, man. I feel like dead. I, I feel lifeless. Ain't no soundness in my flesh. I, I I can't feel nothing right now. How many of y'all done went through things where you you don't feel like that? This Bible is a, is a true book. Keep reading. Call and read it. The book of some. Psalms chapter 38 and verse and verse 8. I am feeble and sore broken. I have warred by reason of the disquietness of my heart. He said that I am feeble and sore broken. I know some of this old English, the verbiage might be throwing you off a little bit. But David is just trying to express how terrible, broken, depressed he feels. It's the same way that you um, express stuff when you're catching hell. I'm tired of this. Why I me? Mean? My head can't stop hurting. My hands can't stop shaking. I'm tired. I don't even feel like getting up. I got to throw up. I got the runs. I can't eat. Oh, I'm eating too much. All these different things. He was going to th- through it too. 
We have to see this stuff. And you read this in numerous Psalms from David, depending on what actually was going on. Nothing new. But we ain't seeing it for what it is, though. We ain't we ain't seeing it for, for actually what we're reading. We think that David caught hell and that it was no uh, uh, um, uh, feelings behind it. Daughter got raped by her own brother. His son raped his daughter. You think it was no 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 feelings behind this with David? His whole family being jacked up. His mental was all good though, you know what I'm saying? He he handled it with a smile. What is Psalms 51 talking about then? What is all the other Psalms t- 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 talking about? So watch this. So that's David. I can go further and further with David. Pick any psalm. Majority of the psalms is is him conveying the same type of emotions. Let me show show y'all something real, real, real quick. Let me show y'all something real quick. Psalms 51. Um, For those who, in your Bible, um, before it go into it, it says to, mine's got Psalms 51. It says to the chief musician, a Psalm of David, when Nathan the prophet came unto him after he had gone into Bathsheba. So I know this Psalm um, is specifically about... um, the situation that we just read back in 2 Samuel's, the 12th chapter. Psalms 51, read verse 1. The book of Psalms chapter 51 and verse 1. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, mm-hmm. according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blow out my, trans- my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. And cleanse me from my sin, for I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only, have I sinned, and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. When do y'all think, you remember them seven days that David was laying on, on, on the ground, not eating, not drinking? Crying out to the most high dude. Uh, you know what he was saying? Psalms 51 was one of the things he was saying. He was talking to the most high God like this to keep that child alive. But we ain't put two and two together around here. Keep reading. Watch this. Behold, thou thou desirest truth in the in, in the inward parts, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. 
Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Verse 8 again. Make me he- make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Was David bones broken? Help me out. Was David bones broken when the, when Nathan told him that that child was going to die and that his house was going to be trouble um, m- m- moving forward? Was David bones broken? Was that talking about his physical bone, his physical bones in his body? Somebody help me out. His bones wasn't. What, what bones was uh, he, he talking about? Sister hit it on the head. His spirit was broken, mentally broken. David knew God don't play. And he know that the, the, the most high has an endless amount of options on how to bring a judgment upon you. He already declared one. He didn't know what the other judgment was, was going to be. He said that this house was going to be troubled. He don't know what the most high was going to do. But he knew the first thing he was doing was going to knock that baby out the way. We ain't seeing none, none, none of this stuff. He said, my bones is broken. How many of y'all been so depressed, so stressed, so much anxiety where it feel like you have injury to your body, but it really ain't an injury? You don't have headaches, feel like somebody that hit you in the head with a bat. Your heart be beating so fast, it feel like you can't breathe. David was going through it. We don't go through it. Some of the things will be, you know, you didn't bring upon yourself. Certain things you it's going to be because you brought things upon yourself. David brought this judgment upon himself. And the most high is a God of judgment. We can't get around that. So watch this. That's David. We, we can go all day. I, I, I can go all day with so many examples with David. This whole thing will be about David. Who remember Job? Give me Job the second chapter real quick. And I'm going to end this part on this one. Um, I got a lot more to go. So this is definitely going to be two parts if not three because I ain't even got to the solutions and healing we ain't even getting to that but, I, but I, I, I have to dig heavy into the scriptures and show you that our forefathers had depression foremothers had depression we finna show it to you so how many of y'all know about Job how many of y'all know about Job Give me Job. Um, Job chapter. Job chapter one. Where I want to start at? Bear with me a second. 
Let's start at verse 6. Let's read down. The book of Job, chapter 1 and verse 6. Mm-hmm. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth? A perfect and an upright man. So why is this? The Bible says things written aforetime was written for our learning, right? So we got Job here now. So certain affliction or trials will come from God proving a point about you. Who said that Job was the man? Was that Satan? Who said that Job was the man? The Most High did. Job is that guy. I got faith and confidence in him. You don't think some of our names that came up? Like I said, some of the things that you don't went through was because you brought it upon yourself. Other things we see can can, uh, come upon you because God is trying to prove a point through you. Now, the levels of reasoning why is that's only God to know. Rami's not here to um, tell you how God think and his reason for doing what he's doing. I don't know that. No man knows that. But what was written for a time for our learning and what we see is an example of Job. And this level of affliction that's finna come upon Job is because God was doing what? Proving a point. And look at Job. Job is my man. He on point. Read on. Go, go, go and read it. The book of the book of Job, chapter one and, and verse eight. And the Lord said to Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and eschewed evil. Job is that guy, right? We we will hope that the most high can speak that good about us, right, brothers? Right, sisters? Read. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, "Doth Jacob, I mean, doth." J- then Satan answered the Lord and said, "Doth Job fear God for not?" So Satan wasn't speaking high of Job. Satan's like, "Wait a minute, Job ain't that guy." Remember, Satan is your adversary. He ain't that guy. She ain't that that girl. Read. Has thou now? Has not thou made an edge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side mm-hmm. that has blessed the work of his hands and, and his substance is increased in the land? But put forth thy hand now and touch all that he hath and he will curse he will curse thee to thy face. So he's saying, hey, Job is only good in your eyesight because you gave him all this stuff. You take all this stuff away from him and Job will treat you just like anybody else will treat you. That's the conversation that's being had, right? Read. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thy hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. So, And, and on a side note, y'all better have this first chapter of Job in y'all pocket when folks try and give more power to Satan um, than the Most High God. 
Satan is an employee. A co-worker. He has a job description. He's given orders of what to do and what he cannot do. As it is written, so we justify it in our sins. A lot of folks got a whole lot of weird doctrines and interpretations about them what the Bible is saying clearly. And they put more power and authority in Satan's hand than, than God done put in there. Be mindful that dang you, brother and sister. When, uh, you're talking about things like this. Keep on reading. Verse 13. And there was a day when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. Do you see this? So it was a day that they was doing what? Read it again. Verse 13. And there was a day when his when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. Mm-hmm. And there came a messenger unto Job and said, "The oxen are plowing and the asses feeding beside them, mm-hmm. and the and the Sibians fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword." And I only am escaped alone. To so tell I want you. y'all to look at something real quick. God, the most high God and Satan had a conversation. God says that Job is that guy. Satan said he ain't that guy. God said, go on here and, 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 and try him. Just don't kill him. Satan said, bet. I'm finna go do it. Now, Satan didn't physically come down and do a damn thing. He utilized somebody. He utilized somebody. He utilized something to to, to do what? To test what God said. Is we following? It didn't say that Satan Satan came down and jacked up all that Job had. Satan used somebody to perform those things. So Satan do jump in people to do things. Well, I can't believe this happened. That happened. We don't know the reason why it happened. Only God knows. But we have different examples of of reasons why things could happen. Some things could happen because of something you did. Like the example of David. Some things can happen because God is trying to prove a point through you. So read that again in verse um, 15. The book of Job chapter 1 and verse 15. And the Sabaeans fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they have slain the sword with the, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Read on. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The fire of God is fallen from heaven and have burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. And while he was yet speaking, there came also another. So hold on. You know how um, who could bear witness? This seemed like one bad thing happened behind another, behind another. Like, man, one bad thing happened, then another bad thing happened, then another bad thing happened. Can anybody testify to that? A lot of us think that those things only happen to us, that our ancestors, our forefathers and mothers don't bear witness to the same thing. Bad news after bad news after bad news. Who have that happened to anybody before? I'm a witness to it. How about you, Ash? Yes. 
Is anybody else a witness to, to, to bad things happen back to back to back? You're like, damn. What's going on? Ain't nothing new up under the sun. So watch this. Why, why, verse, verse 17, go ahead. While he was yet speaking, there, there came also another and said, The Chaldeans made out three bands and fell uh, upon the so camels. So the Sabians came through, killed and stole. Satan jumped in another group of people to come and do what? And, and still, still, and, and kill? Read. And fell upon the camels and have carried them away, yea, and slain the servants with the edge of the sword. And I only am escaped alone to to tell thee. Mm -hmm. While he was yet speaking, there came also another. My God, something else? Read. And said, thy son and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house. And it fell upon the young men, and they are dead. And I only am escaped alone. What is verse 19? Because he had two instances of people coming and savaging his, 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 his life. And then we read about um earlier. I, I skipped over that one real quick. Hold on, verse um sixteen, what it said: "A fire of God is falling from heaven and burned up the sheep." What? Let me use an analogy that that we can relate um to. Those fires that be popping off in California every year out of nowhere. Where them things start? You, do do, do y'all think somebody's starting them fires? No. Just out of nowhere, a fire just start. I know when I read that, I'm thinking about man. I'm like, you know how it be them fires just popping up every year, burning up everything. They can't even stop it. It have to stop itself. The fire go out by itself out of nowhere. Is anybody familiar with the stuff? I know when I read that, I I are related to what be going on in, in California and um. Every year, with them fires that water can't stop, and they be throwing down some water. It don't stop it; it stop on its own. So, a so-called act of nature—that's the terms that the world used to relate. Um, uh, 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 um, uh, act. Well, they just now in a few years start calling them acts of God. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they just, nature. but they used to say Mother, Mother Nature, nature or, or something like that, right? But when we get to verse eighteen, I want you no verse nineteen. Read verse nineteen again. The book of Job, chapter one, verse nineteen. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness. A great wind from the wilderness. Read. <clears throat> and it smote the four corners of the house. That wind took the house out. Read. <clears throat> and sm- and it fell. Upon the young men, and they are dead. And what what would that be called today? Help me out. The wind, the wind take, taking out stuff. The natural disaster, a tornado, a tornado, a tornado touched down and wiped. Out the house. That's what I would attribute to to something today that we can relate to. 
But don't tornadoes form o- over open land? So watch this. So we have in in verse fifteen we have a massacre. Sixteen. In verse sixteen we had a fire. In verse um, seventeen another massacre. In verse nineteen another um, act of God a tornado. Back to back. To back to back. Tragic events happen. These things bring the four time file learning. Read on. <clears throat> Verse 20. Then Job arose and rent his mantle. Hold on, wait a minute. Job stood up and did what? Rent his mantle. Hold on, when y'all are upset, y'all are. Ah! <laughs> Hold on, let's be for real when folks. Now, I ain't talking about y'all pretending um, folks and fraudulent. We're talking about folks that something bad didn't happen. That you tell me you ain't ripped your hat or took your hat off or kicked your shoes off Rip or knocked the table over or broke off. a window or threw a rock. Y'all ain't had this arm to the behavior? Help me out. Yeah. Help me out. When things were something that happened real bad, how was your reacting? How'd you react? Maybe it was just Job. Maybe it was just Job that uh, re- react that way. When, uh, when, uh, if something bad happened. We didn't even experience a, 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 a 16th of what Job went through. And we done threw something, knocked something down, ripped something, punched the wall. Kick the door in. Mm. Or maybe it's just me and Joe. And Asha. <laughs> that ain't y'all. Y'all peaceful when, when, when all hell is breaking loose. Mm. Yeah, right. Help me out. <laughs> Says she ended up in hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it out, Seth. Uh, come on, sister, being honest. So, so I guess it's just us three. Right. Everybody else is peaceful as hell. All hell b- breaking loose, and they just sitting there singing "Jesus on the main line." <laughs> Nisha, Rahamia, and Ashi is the only one that 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 turn up when things are going real, real bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody else is peaceful as hell. I can bear witness with Job. Yes. Hallelujah. I can bear witness with Job. A lot of y'all can bear witness with Job as well. We bear witness with that. You catching hell, guess what? It's reaction behind that. I done seen when folks said somebody die and they start fighting folks. What you gonna do? What? No! No! They start snatching you. You're trying to hold, hold them back and they, they choking you and grabbing your shirt. Hold on! I ain't, I ain't the one that... We ain't seen this stuff. You're getting that negative energy that they, they need to get rid of. You ain't been inside the hospital. Somebody done end up dead and they tear the damn hospital up. <laughs> she said it hurt and give her the rat's pain. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm-mm. Hey, sister, we appreciate your honesty. Yes, yes. A, a, a lot of folks don't 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 want to confess. A lot of folks done turned up. Something bad didn't happen. You done turned up. Our forefather, guess what? Um, in verse 20, read it again. Then Job arose and rent his mantle. Tore his clothes, read. And shaved his head. Hold on. 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 Like the book of Eli. Remember when Denzel got to when, when Denzel finally, when Denzel finally got to that place, he shaved, he changed clothes and shaved all his hair off and laid yeah, on he the bed. To the vows of nice right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, nice that's right the first thing that popped in my head. He shaved his hair. You know what comes to my mind when it went when uh, that happened? What? Again, when things are going bad and you so stressed out, you start pulling your, your damn hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you lie. You you pulling you pulling your yo yo you you trying to relieve yeah. some of that pain on the inside on by the doing something on the, on the outside. The hair, the hair was too heavy on his head. He had to shave it off. Please tell me, Job wasn't the only one. No, no, no. You know how many women <laughs> when they going through depression shave their hair off, cut it all off, and start all over again. Yeah, all over again. They had, um, I hate to use her as an example because, you know, she's not our people. But um, remember um, Britney Spears? Oh, yeah, she did that mental break. and then She, cut her she had a, she shaved all her hair. Yeah. And there's a lot of other folks that, that shaved their hair that was our people. They tried to make it seem like it was a fashion statement. No, something went on. Mm-hmm. They snatched damn near half their hair out. And said, let me go in there and make all this um, look even. Yep. Read on. And fell down upon the ground. Now, that's common. You 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 see that played out all the time. You hear some tragedy. What folks do? Huh? Oh! <laughs> Fall out. Mm-hmm. Nobody came bear witness with that? We ain't seen that before? Read on. And worshipped. Read on. And said, Naked came out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So mm. so he gathered himself together. And all. And gave acknowledgement to the Most High. After losing everything. Mm. And it didn't stop right here. It didn't stop right here. Hold on. Um. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, Jump to... Keep on reading. Watch this. And all of this Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. The book of Job chapter, chapter 2 and verse 1. Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord... And Satan came also among them to present to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said unto Satan, 
Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, mm-hmm. one that feareth God and eschewed evil? So you sit up here and think for a second, Lord, please don't bring my name up no more. Listen, I ain't built for this. <laughs> but, 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 but guess what? The Most High know you better than Dan, than you know yourself. A lot of this stuff is unexplainable. Like I said, you got to have a conversation in that day. You might, you might be able to have a conversation, find out the reason why behind things. But I know Job, after losing all that, wasn't asking to be nominated <laughs> sure was. for a trial again. No, no. Some of us ain't nominated before. For, please don't believe Lord, but I can't take no more. But look what happened. Read. The Lord brought his name up again. <clears throat> And still, he hold fast in his integrity. Call, call, call and read where, where you at. The book of Job, chapter 2, and verse 3. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and is chewed evil? And still, he hold fast his integrity, although thou movest me against him, to destroy him without cause. Watch this. And Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man hath will he give for his life. Read on. But put forth thy hand now and touch his bones and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thy hand, but save his life. Mm -hmm. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with sword boils, from from the sole of his foot until his crown, mm-hmm. and he took him a potsherd to scrape himself with ale, and he sat down among the ashes. So let me ask you something. So it's one thing to catch hell financially. You lose all your substance. You lose children. But now he's being afflicted with a, a disease. Body is being afflicted. How you think Job mental state is? I know how mad would be. I wouldn't be in the right mental space. I want to think about it for a minute. Job has something called self-control. Even though hell is going on and Job could have felt a certain way, he ain't finna let certain things come out of his mouth towards God. You don't think Job was sad? You don't think Job was depressed? Mm. You don't think Job... And we know those that read Job... Job did a lot of questioning. He didn't curse God or accuse him, but he had a lot of questions. Now, if Job wasn't depressed before that... Read the next verse. Tell me, t- tell me, what do you do with this? Read. <clears throat> then he said, un- "Call it and read it. Read book, it straight." Uh, the book of Job, chapter two, and verse verse nine. nine. Verse nine. Then said his wife unto him, "Doest thou still retain thy integrity? Curse God or die, and die." Read it again. Then he said his wife unto him, Doest thou still retain thy integrity? Curse God and die. Now the woman <laughs> that he joined himself to 
who experienced all the things that he experienced, saw all the things that he saw, even see him in a decay, a decay in the state for his health is concerned. She said for him to curse God and just die. How do you think Job mental was then? That's a lot to deal with. That's a lot to, to 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 process and then try and make sure positiveness come out of your mouth. Read on. But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil? And all of this not Job sent with his lips. Job didn't sin with his lips. He didn't sin with his lips. What do you mean by sin with his lips? He didn't let negative, disrespectful words towards God come out of his mouth. Now, check this out. That's a whole lot to go through to prove a point. That Job, that the Most High actually wasn't lying. Job was that guy. Joe, now I know Joe would look like I, I didn't need to go through all that to 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 show who I am actually. But the Most High said, "No, that that was necessary." Why am I saying everything written four times was written for our learning, brother, sister? You can't process and understand why God allowed things to happen, whether growing up, um. Any any of the situation happened to you, he has a reason for it. Because he sees something in you that you don't even see in your own self. Job would never thought that he was this resilient. Job's own wife um, uh, uh, was wondering why he was still being so resilient. You jacked up. God, uh, God, God ain't dealing with you. Curse him and die. As you can see, things got to her. She lost all her faith. We can't bear witness with none of these situations. You don't think that his wife saying that, that she was um, depressed? Help me out. A lot of times we read this stuff and we don't process none. We just, just keep on going through the history and not try and look and, and, and align that with yourself if you was there. But you might think that you 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 more of a hell of a woman than than Job White was. Some of y'all would have gave up after the first um thing that, that that came out. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. every um these dudes came through and killed everybody over there. That would have been enough then. Oh then yeah, hey, and then the fire came down and burnt that. What? Oh yeah, and then you know some other folks came and killed this um uh, uh, the, 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 the rest of your kids. And then what you? That's a whole lot. A, 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 a lot of folks would have lost their mind. Yeah. Why am I saying all this? Why are you bringing all this stuff? You don't think none of our forefathers and foremothers went through it? Now, as you read on in the story of Job, Job didn't go through his situation by himself. Remember, um, uh, later on, you read about his um, friends came around. You know, he was giving his um, 
he was feeling bad about himself, about what was happening to him. Because he started thinking about, wait a minute, is it, is it something that I'm doing wrong? Go to Job. Um, Job chapter 10. Job chapter 10. Give me 10 verse 1. The book of Job chapter 10 verse 1. Mm-hmm. My soul is weary of my life. I will leave my complaint upon myself. I will speak in the bitterness of my soul. What is Job talking about here? What is Job talking about here? Call and read again. The book of Job, chapter 10, verse 1. My soul is weary of my life. I will leave my complaint upon myself. I will speak in the, bitter, in the, in the bitterness of my soul. I think it's anxiety. Yeah. Depression. All jacked up. And who wouldn't be feeling any kind of way after losing all that plus your health? You look like you're about to die. Watch this. Go to Job chapter 30. And in your meantime, I want y'all to read through through, through, through this. Talking about our forefathers and foremothers that didn't, didn't, didn't go through them. They ain't have these things that we battle with today. They don't have depression. Anxiety, stress, man. You better keep reading. Job chapter thirty. Give me verse. Um, where I want to go. Get straight to the point. Um, give me verse fifteen through seventeen. Just real quick, straight to the, the point. The book of Job chapter thirty, verse fifteen. Terrors are turned upon me. They pursue my soul as the wind. And my world for and my welfare passeth away as a cloud. He said, "Terrors are turned upon me; they pursue my soul as the wind." What is he talking about? I know some of this is old English; it's hard for us to really, uh, but we have to decode this stuff. Terrors are turned upon me. Nightmares. Not only nightmares; his mind. Uh, it, it, I'm jacked up. Yeah. His mind is messed up. He's stressed out. He said, terrors are turned upon me. They pursue my soul as the wind. And my welfare passeth away as a cloud. I'm dying. My body is, is, is uh, rotting away. Read on. And now my soul is poured out upon me. The days of affliction have taken hold upon me. My bones are pierced in me in the ni- in the night season, and my sinews take no rest. His body is is in pain. How, how many of y'all done had um a sore tooth? How many of y'all done had a sore tooth, a cavity, 
or in need of a root canal. Hear me out. I'm 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 gonna use that as an example. How many of y'all have had a sore tooth, an exposed nerve, a cavity, or in need of a root canal? Anybody? I guess everybody got perfect teeth around there. <laughs> well, the reason why I'm using that as an example, right? Because anything dealing with your tooth messes up your head, it gives you a headache. It make it, it it makes every it gives you a unexplainable type of headache that's damn near unsuitable. Something being wrong with your tooth. Something wrong with your tooth can mess all this up. You can't really see too good. You really don't want to open your eyes. Can't eat. What am I banging on? You really don't want to be bothered. You can't eat. You can't, you can't eat. drink nothing. Really, you can't eat nothing because eating something hurt. Um, the wind blowing. You get a nice piece of wind to go in your mouth. You're about to feel like you're gonna die. Mm-hmm. You can't drink nothing. You damn sure can't have nothing sweet or with no sugar or salt. It, mm. it, it, it feels like fire is, 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 is inside your mouth. Mm. I'm using that type of um, analogy to relate to what Job is saying in verse 17 about, about my bones are pierced in me in the night season and my sunus take no rest. You having that pain that's unsolvable. Those that have a tooth pain, pain pills don't even work. You have to get stuff like um, what's the stuff you um, clove oil. Yeah, you gotta put some type of um clove oil or some, and, and that damn near burn your tongue out. Just try. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> burn your tongue out. <laughs> Who the had to use that clove oil, oil before? Man, feel like it's gonna burn your tongue, got bad taste in your mouth, and and, and, and it soothes you for maybe a, a hour and some change, <laughs> depending on you know how good the the, the oil is. Mm-hmm. It's it, I'm trying to to connect things that's tangible and relatable to us to what Job is trying to describe to us. Yeah, burn your lips, <laughs> do all that. So David called hell. Job called hell, right? So how can we um, sit in our mind that we're not going to go through things? We are going to go through things. But just like David overcame, Job overcame, we're going to overcame. I, and, and, and I'm going to end it on this because I'm way past time. And we're going to pick this up, Lord willing, Lord willing, um, next week. Like the next Sabbath, um, we'll we'll do part two because I got some more forefathers and mothers to bring up that was going through things and that express depression. I got a lot more. Then we want to get into some solutions. We want to get into a lot of solutions. A lot of solutions. It ain't just um um I I I have a whole lot of stuff that I want to bring out. So um with that we don't say shalom. We want to thank everybody for tapping tapping in. Um. Make sure y'all share the content. Make sure um, we're doing the, the necessary work. 
you are worthy of being whole. You're worthy of being sane and, and you're worthy of being a whole person. Invest that within yourself. You don't have to uh, continue um, going around feeling bad, having all these um, um, idiosyncrasies and inner demons going on in you. All this stuff is fixable. And ain't nothing wrong with fixing you. Even if nobody else want to fix themselves. It's about fixing because once you are fixed, it's a domino effect. Because there's a lot of people attached to you. All right. Um, Any last things? Just wishing everybody a happy, blessed and peaceful Sabbath. That is it. See you guys next week. Lord's willing. So um, with that, we don't say shalom. A tap in, same time, same channel next week. All right. With that, we say shalom. Thank you for tuning in to About Them Laws Podcast, where information and application equals elevation. My mission is to provide information that will inspire the minds of my people as we change and progress. Don't forget to subscribe to this YouTube channel. Follow King Rahamia and Baltham Laws Podcast on all social media outlets to stay up to date on future podcast topics and much more. Thank you and thank you again for your support as I keep it real, righteous, and always relevant. Peace.